Support for Speaking of Travel comes from Asheville Regional Airport, Western North Carolina's gateway to the world. Your safety when traveling to and from Asheville is, and always will be, our top priority. Visit flyavl.com for all your current travel information. Prestige Subaru, offering a variety of new and pre-owned all-wheel drive Subarus, built with the zero landfill promise. All waste is recycled or reused. With more at PrestigeSubaru.com. Asheville Rooftop Bar Tours, an award-winning tour showcasing Asheville's spectacular rooftop views and fascinating city history. Enjoy handcrafted drinks and delicious food with reserved seating and transportation included. Visit AshevilleRooftopBarTours.com. RomanticAsheville.com. Create your perfect vacation in the land of the sky with the region's most popular online travel guide. Plan your next getaway to Asheville and the North Carolina Blue Ridge Mountains by visiting RomanticAsheville.com. And by Home Trust Bank. Dream travel requires smart financial planning. Get ready for what's next with a local banking partner you can trust. Dream big with Home Trust Bank. Visit htb.com. Welcome to Speaking of Travel with Marilyn Ball. Sit back and be carried away to places around the world and right here in our own backyard. No passport required. Hi, this is Marilyn Ball. Welcome to Speaking of Travel right here on iHeartRadio 570 WWNC. And remember, you can always listen to this episode of Speaking of Travel or any past episode with a simple click on the Speaking of Travel website, that's speakingoftravel.net, and on all your favorite podcast platforms, including the iHeartRadio app, Buzzsprout, Pandora, and Amazon. And be sure when you visit speakingoftravel.net to sign up for the Travel Club. You'll receive travel news, helpful tips, and links to stories from people who have fallen in love with the most gorgeous country known for its epic architecture, to very old enriching history, to spectacular coasts overlooking the Mediterranean, to the food and the wine, Yes, I am talking about Italia. My guest today began a love affair with Italy a long, long time ago. He's written books about Italy, teaches Italian art, is himself a scholar and an all-around perfect tour guide if you ever want to travel to this lovely country. And Mark Gordon-Smith, I am so happy to have you on Speaking of Travel to talk about private Italy tours and all things Italian. Well, it's wonderful to be back again, Marilyn. It's good to see you. I know we're doing this on Zoom, and I uh, I always enjoy talking about Italy. It's one of those things you can't get me to stop talking about. Well, that's why I brought you on, Mark, because I love to hear about all things Italy. But I want to be I want to begin with asking you a little about your backstory because I I mentioned that you began this love affair with Italy a long time ago. Give us an idea of when your heart melted with this country uh there's there's two parts to the story uh my dad was a career military officer and when i was going into the first grade we were transferred to uh, livorno italy 
So as a kid, even in a dependent school on a military base, I was exposed to the Italian culture. We, we had a one hour each day Italian class. And then there was a gap. We came back in the very, very late 50s. And uh, in 1971, I went back and I went every year almost, have been back almost every year since. So I think it was probably the trip in 71 that really reconnected me with the culture and the beauty of Italy. My aunt and uncle lived in Milan. We went to Florence for a few days and it ignited again a passion uh, for a company, or excuse me, a country and a, and a people that are, as you have described, just incredibly generous and who have a very deep history. Well, I've been to Italy a couple of times, Mark, and I can tell you it's one of those places where the people are so kind and and lovely. And, and there's just something geographically about Italy that you feel that you want to just, I don't know, bend down and kiss the ground. <laughs> I have said to a few people that when I do finally get back over there in September of this year, I'm going to get off the plane, walk down the jetway, get on my knees and kiss the tarmac because I'm going to be so glad to get back. I feel that way too, Marilyn. Well, it's been a while since you've been back. You started doing your tours quite some time ago and, and had a very steady clientele, people who joined you on your trips. You really were starting to venture into new territory, new countries. I, I want to talk to you about your mindfulness around sustainability. We'll talk about that and, and taking care of this country that you love so much. And, and then everything stopped. What was that like for you, Mark, when when that uh, March 2020 marched around? Well, we uh, we didn't see it coming in the scale that it arrived. So we had to refund or arrange with our clients a different way to handle their deposits for our trips. We wanted to make sure they were well taken care of. We had scheduled, as an example, an art tour for March of 20. Uh, from a class I teach at the university in Asheville. And we've had to reschedule that four times because of the effect of, tra of COVID on travel. We've tried to be creative. We've tried to respond to inquiry. There's been an increase in the last few months for custom itineraries, which we do for those who may not want to travel with a small group like ours. And we're beginning to get bookings for 2022. We, we tried to dance as well as we could under the circumstances. Financing and that kind of thing were a struggle, and that's true for every small business around the world. And we, were, we felt in kinship with those businesses, and we've all tried to pull together to make things better or as good as they can be. So I, I am looking forward optimistically. I really am, to 22 in particular, and I'm looking forward to our fall trip in Puglia in October of uh, this year. Wow. Well, let me ask you, when you talk about your clientele, you, you had to refund and, you know, deal with all that economic crisis. I, I think that in a lot of ways we were in a crisis mode. When you were dealing with your partners, and, and by partners, I mean your airlines, your hotels, restaurants, perhaps, that you had already booked, how did you find the climate at that time? Because everybody was in this place, how did all of that respond with what you needed to do? What we discovered very early on in this process, and this was back in February, March, April of 20, was the airlines 
but were probably the toughest to work with because it's like turning a battleship in a bathtub. They, they were trying to make the right decisions to accommodate changes to, in our case, a group booking. And we found over time, it just took time for the airlines to settle into a system that worked for them and for us. Hotels, restaurants, everyone said, Mark, don't worry about it. We'll transfer your deposits. We'll take care of you. Um, and in particular, having moved hotels, restaurants, and transportation arrangements four times uh, with our Italian vendors has been at first a challenge and now a very rewarding relationship because of their sense of cooperation and understanding. So it, these things take time to settle when they're worldwide and a particular travel. And I was very pleased that the Italians and even Lufthansa, uh, the German airline, ended up being just wonderful about all of this. That is really, uh, it's just very special to hear because I talk to a lot of people each week who have stories. Everybody has their stories. Where were you? What were you doing? The airlines, the aviation industry overall having to, like you said, just turn so quickly and, and follow all the guidelines that were coming out through the CDC and making all these changes. But I think it says a lot just about humanity that people were willing and able to say, it's okay. It's okay. Yep. We'll make this work for you. The, and, and they did. And one of the most heartbreaking parts of this whole story for me, for those of you who listening, and I know, Marilyn, you feel this way, was to see the streets of Rome and Florence and Paris and Berlin and everywhere in the world empty. And it really affected the Italians. They, had a, they really had an initial terrible time with COVID, particularly in the North. Part of the motivation that I've heard from our partners in Italy is they want the streets full again. And so we're looking forward optimistically to the opportunity to bring people back and get back into a serving of risotto and a glass of Chianti sitting along the Arno or along Lago Como, <laughs> wherever it is. Well, Mark, I can't wait to talk more about what is happening in Italy today. And, and I'm sure that out of these experiences, there were a lot of opportunities. And I have found that to be true in so many industries that, and, and even just in individual people who were able to say, well, I can't do this now. So what can I do? I interviewed an executive director for the uh, Shakespeare and Company up in the yeah. Birchers. And, you know, they had to just stop the entire uh, year. They had to just cancel. And, it, and that's very common for what happened. Yeah. But he was so innovative. Uh, they did drive-in movies, right? They used their land and they put big screens and people could come and... And I want to hear about the opportunities that came your way when we come back from the break. Thank you again for sharing your Italy trips, your your memories. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited. Well, this is Marilyn Ball. You're listening to Speaking of Travel. I'm here with Mark Gordon-Smith. We're talking about Italy. Mark is the founder of Private Italy Tours. And when we come back, we're going to talk even more about all things Italian. Thank you, Mark, for being here today.
travel is on the rise these days, and significant trips require smart financial planning. That's why Home Trust Bank is a valuable investment resource. They're a local, community-focused partner who can help manage your finances so your dream trip can become a reality. Travel light and leave your money worries behind. Connect with your local Home Trust Bank team member or visit htb.com. Home Trust Bank, helping you get ready for what's next. Fly me to the moon, let me play among the stars, and let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars. In other words... Welcome back to Speaking of Travel. I'm your host, Marilyn Ball. Ciao! I'm here with Mark Gordon-Smith. He's a founder of Private Italy Tours. We are talking about Italy and all things Italian. And Mark, I just have to tell you, there is nothing more satisfying than sitting down and eating a bowl of gelato in Italy. You must do that all the time, right? When you go there? We do. Uh, one of the places we try to spot in all the villages and cities we, we take our, our small groups through uh, is that very thing. We're always looking for a gelato place and trying different kinds of gelato and uh, experiencing that. And certainly after lunch, we get up from the table, we'll go wandering down a street and somebody will go, I want a gelato. So we'll go find one <laughs> for everybody. It's the perfect way to cleanse your palate after a meal, right? Amen. Yes. Amen. It is. Oh, my God. So, Mark, we were talking before the break about just, you know, this epic shutdown that was happening. And it must have been extremely a hardship for you to see your colleagues and friends and people you've gotten to know in Italy just being sheltered in place and not being able to even get out on the streets. But in some ways, it must have opened up some opportunities for you as you finally sat and realized this is the reality of where we are today. Give us an idea of what was going on in your mind and how you felt you could keep everything together, not only for you emotionally, but for your company as well. We went through a period of, I, I guess the best word is shock, um, for about 10 days, two weeks after we realized this is really serious and we've got to react as best we can. And in conversation with the people who had already paid for the art tour, I went to the clients and I said, what do you think would be helpful to keep the group together and to share information about Italy and keep our connection of passion and interest in the culture and history of the country? And one of our clients said, Mark, is there a way that we might be able to establish some sort of regular call using the technology I discovered, which is Zoom, uh, to share information and also to keep the group together? So it was that seed idea from one of our clients and the tour that started a bi-weekly aperitivo call uh, with all of these clients. And we've invited other people who are going to be traveling with us to them. We've had people like Ross King, who wrote Brunelleschi's Dome and a number of other fabulous books. His newest book is The Bookseller of Florence. Uh, Dominic Smith is joining us, who wrote The Last Painting of Sarah DeVos. We've had the world expert on the restoration of Caravaggio's join us uh, from Italy. So the combination of idea and technology afforded us an opportunity we never would have had. And it has supported a, a chain of cultural enrichment and education I never would have imagined. And so it's a continuation of teaching, which I love to do. 
using technology to bring people from all over the world to our screens, if you will, and sharing their expertise. We've also gotten very creative on the tour side. We have a, a fully refundable deposit now in place to try to encourage people to book with the understanding that the ground is shifting and we want to make sure that they're not putting their hard-earned money that they want to spend in travel at too much risk. So we're doing that as well. But it's a combination of trying to be wise for our clients, but also continue that wonderful process of education and experience uh, using technology. So it, I'm repeating, but it really did open some phenomenal opportunities for us I never would have imagined. Well, that is very refreshing. And, and I do want to give a, a shout out because another opportunity that you had was to really focus on your website and the information that that people can find there. Uh, you send out through your newsletter stories and, and history and information coupled with beautiful, beautiful photography. It was almost like anytime I received your newsletter, I felt like I was on some kind of virtual tour. Uh, <laughs> That's wonderful to hear. Thank you. <laughs> well, tell us, I, I, I want to make sure that people know how they can reach you and find out more about Private Italy Tours because... Like you said, there's so much going on. And even if you're somebody who hasn't traveled to Italy before, it could be that it's some some place it's out there in your imagination that you've heard about or dreamed about or know somebody who went and feel like, you know, maybe in my time right now where I have the time when I'm not traveling, getting this research, learning about this country would be a good way to keep that dream alive. What's the best way people can get up with you? Well, there's the, the main way, of course, is our website. It's private-italy.com, uh, private-italy.com. And on the right side of the homepage, there's a place to sign up for a newsletter. I want to mention to your point, Marilyn, too, that we, we do a lot of work in custom itinerary. So if there are clients who want to travel, not with a small group, but they want to, their own itinerary, we will help lead the way. We actually now have an online smartphone app that has the entire itinerary on it, all their hotel confirmations, restaurant reservations, private cars, uh, if they need that, to make that travel as easy and as unintimidating as possible. Because getting around Italy is much easier than a lot of people probably imagine. The other thing I did want to mention just briefly is we are creating a library of our recorded Zoom calls, and that will be available to the international public when we're ready to launch. And that'll probably be by October so that anyone can go in and, and enjoy these uh, video calls as well as a further education uh, to getting around in Italy. Well, Mark, you are really top shelf. That's all I can say. You've got, <laughs> <laughs> thank you. <laughs> you've got everything so well organized and easy. I think is the main word that I would convey about private Italy tours is that you make everything so easy. And I think that's because you yourself have the spirit of Italy within you. Uh, you're familiar with people and protocols. And you are able to make it all work. And I do want to just say that that newsletter that you send out is, it's just so nice to be able to see different towns and cities and regions in this beautiful country because 
Italy is a country that is so diverse. I think that's something else people don't really recognize. That's true, Marilyn. I, we, uh, we've added a, a tour of Basilicata and Puglia, which is the heel of the boot and just toward the arch of the boot, if you will. The culture there is as different as it can possibly be from the, the Trentino area, from Venice, from Rome, and even from uh, the Campania, the area around Naples. The culture that influenced the development of food, art, is completely different. And so it's also a country you can go back to over and over and over again and almost feel you're visiting a new place. It's really true. It is. I, the Byzantine Phoenician history of Basilicata and Puglia is astounding. You've got the Renaissance in Florence, the beauty of the Venetian Doge and the history of Venice. So yes, it's a, it is an exceedingly and surprisingly diverse country. It really is. Well, I love it. Uh, you know, we've talked about gelato. We've talked about, risotto we could talk about the the wine uh till the cows come home for sure because uh i'll I'll just tell you a quick story uh i was in pisa uh, the little town of pisa uh, years ago with my daughter and we were with our family we had all taken the train from florence to pisa Uh, everybody was at the leaning tower of course you know Uh, We did that, but we decided, you know, let's just go back to the train, which was quite a distance. Uh, I think we had taken a a van to get from the train to the the Leaning Tower. We decided to walk because we knew people were going to be there for quite some time. So we just started walking, and before we knew it, we were just walking in neighborhoods, little neighborhoods, like we were back home. And we found this little mom and pop place right on a corner. We walk in, classic red and white checkered tablecloth, classic carafes of red wine, classic pizza uh, being brought to tables. There were only maybe 12 tables. It was like we had gone into somebody's living, into somebody's dining room. Uh, yeah, I understand. Yeah, I and do. the people, the the owners you know, came out, the mom and pop, and, and their kids were the servers. And, and I have to say, it was one of the most memorable dining experiences of my life. <laughs> I, I, uh, one thing I do love about the Italians is that family kind of welcome. It's rare that it doesn't happen, no matter where you are. They're gracious and welcoming and, and wonderful. Well, Mark, when we come back from the break, I want to talk about next year, 2022, how we can book trips, what you're thinking. I want to get an idea from you of kind of the climate right now as you embark on a, an international trip to Europe, to to Italy, and you'll be in lots of different areas. I want to, I want to talk more about that and what we can do to start making our dream plans come true in 2022. Great. Okay. This is Marilyn Ball. You're listening to Speaking of Travel. I'm here with Mark Gordon-Smith. We're talking about Italy. Ciao, ciao. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Kay. At Asheville Rooftop Bar Tours, we put you in the middle of experiencing Asheville like no one else can. With an expert guide by your side, you'll have an all-access pass to what makes Asheville so unique. Our sense of place, history, and awe, along with great food and drinks and spectacular views. We follow safety protocols on every tour. 
Come experience why TripAdvisor awarded our company the 2020 Traveler's Choice Award, placing us in the top 10% of attractions worldwide. To learn more about us and our award-winning tours, visit AshevilleRooftopBarTours.com. It's crisp, it's clean, it's cool, and it's here. Fall is in the air. While the brisk breeze billows through the kaleidoscope of colors cascading across the mountains, there is no better time to get out and explore the breathtaking beauty that our backyard has to offer. Adventure is the name of the game, and what better to kick off in than a symmetrical all-wheel drive Subaru to take you through whatever terrain you wish to tackle. Adventure is waiting, and the choice is yours. Discover the beauty of all-wheel drive at Prestige Subaru, 585 Tunnel Road, Nashville, or visit us online at PrestigeSubaru.com. Fly me to the moon, let me play among the stars, and let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars. In other words... Welcome back to Speaking of Travel. I'm your host, Marilyn Ball. Ciao! I'm here with Mark Gordon-Smith, the founder of Private Italy Tours. And we are talking about all things Italian, all things that are happening in Italy. And Mark, thank you so much for being here on Speaking of Travel and really getting us immersed in this amazing culture that all of us need to be going to. It's my pleasure, Marilyn. I, like I said earlier in our discussion today, it's hard to get me to stop. I, I love the Italians and the culture. Yes, it can be frustrating because it's a foreign culture. We don't know it inside out. But they they are an amazingly generous and profoundly uh, cultured people. They really are. And they are also very mindful. When you think about the architecture that has happened, the design for, you know, just generations and generations, and then you mm-hmm. go all the way to the agricultural part, the uh, the way that they plant and uh, mm-hmm. cultivate all this amazing manna from heaven right there in the earth. Let's talk a little bit about that, Mark, because so much of it is coming from a place of uh, sustainability. You know, key words that we talk about today, the Italians have really been a part of for, for many, many generations. They really have. I. It's interesting when you sit around the Italian table, and, and by that I mean with Italians, family, guides that are friends and you're having dinner uh, or lunch they know more about the food than i can possibly imagine where it was grown the kind of soil how long they 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 think that it was in the earth what they're doing to sustain the richness of the soil to make sure that the food that they buy the produce the meat is as fresh as it can possibly be what kind of feed were the cows fed on Uh, the the chianina cow which is one of the most famous in all of europe for the beefsteak Florentine is raised specifically under very, very strict guidelines, very similar to the DOCG, which manifests itself in the wine industry. Where was the wine? Where were the grapes grown? How were they fertilized? How were they controlled for insecticide? When were they harvested? How long do they age? So, and along those lines, one of the most famous wineries in Italy is the Antonori family. A lot of people, I think, know that name. When the Marchese Antonori uh, Mark wanted to build their new winery in Chianti near Bargino, they assisted. They got the assistance of a group out of Milan called the Archea Associati. It's led by a world-famous architect named Marco Casamanti, and the entire winery, 
when you drive by it on the the autostrada from Florence to Siena is if you can imagine an eyelid, that's all you see. The entire winery operation, everything is underground. And they did this intentionally. They, they've learned over the years about the stable temperature of the earth, uh, the protection from the, for the environment. Uh, they've planted vineyards over the top of what is actually the winery operation itself. They have a beautiful restaurant and we go there on our Tuscany trip. But it's just an example of that kind of attention the Italians really pay at a, at a very deep level uh, to honoring the earth from which all, all this richness comes. Well, I think that says so much about the culture in Italy is that people are that the whole culture is just so um, mindful and and grateful for all that they have. And, you know, even getting back, talking about the time that we've just been through over the last 18 months, and you were talking about northern Italy, especially was was being hit very hard with with COVID. They really took heed uh, when they were told, you know, this is what we need to do. This is how we need to uh, work together. And they did it. And and thus, you're able to go back uh, this year and start taking people on your tours. So I think, you know, when you, when you are that connected to the earth and with all things alive, and your intention is to keep it that way, they know what they're doing. They do. And, and to a point you, you mentioned just a moment ago, Marilyn, I, I speak to friends and vendors in Italy almost every day, and they've been talking about the attitude about wearing a mask right now uh, in grocery stores and in church. People wear masks. Uh, it is sort of a, a new costume. Designer houses, uh, this kills me, but it's funny, Dolce Gabbana, uh, all of these famous Italian houses are now designing masks to encourage the young people to wear them as an, as a, an accoutrement to their style. And I chuckle because only because I know how much the Italians love fashion and they love image and beauty. And so I guess my point is that when I get to Italy and even day to day right now, I'll be, I have a call this afternoon with some clients, uh, some vendors in Italy, they talk about just putting on the mask. It's just part of what they do. And so as I travel into Europe in September, I'm sure that I'll find that true too. And it won't be cumbersome and it won't be an inconvenience. It just won't be. Well, you're just going to have to stock up on your fashion designer masks, Mark. I can't wait to <laughs> that see. That ain't going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> you never know when in Rome, right? <laughs> so Mark, let's talk a little bit about uh, these trips because we're feeling a little bit more alive, I guess you could say, mm -hmm. that there are protocols in place. We know what they are. The Italian government has opened up for for the United States to be able to come and visit with some uh, stipulations, of course, that are always changing. Give us an idea of how you're looking at going into 2022 now that you've had to put so many of your tours on hold and you're kind of re-entering back into into the business the the focus that we've really shifted to and it touches on specifically on covid is something i've started to call outdoor tourism um, we do rent villas where our clients stay and they're beautiful properties uh the one in puglia has nine bedrooms nine ensuite baths we have butler service and a cook the the point that we're heading to uh, our goal is to spend as much time 
outside in the environment of Italy versus being inside museums and that sort of thing for the short term. And that would be early in 22. We hope to open back up our Venice Tuscany trip um, and also uh, Lake region. We're going to be in Puglia again, Basilicata, the uh, Amalfi Coast in Sicily. The vast majority of our new itineraries are focused on outdoors so that we are away from the crowds most people associate. You can't get away from it at the Vatican. You can't get away from it at the Uffizi in Florence. Uh, my point is that we are shifting a little bit of our directional focus for the kind of experience our clients have outdoors, out in the environment, the live environment of Italy. Well, that sounds just absolutely spectacular because Italy is such a beautiful country for being outdoors. Everything mm. is so scenic. I mean, everywhere you turn, there's there's something of beauty. And again, I feel that that really is paying homage to the country of Italy as we were just talking about sustainability and being uh, being at one with the earth. You are actually going to provide experiences for people to put their feet to the ground and to be outside. It, that sounds so much fun. Yeah, it's a, it's a great deal of fun to do these trips. It truly is. Well, you have such a diverse uh, regional uh, spin as well, Mark. You're you. It sounds like uh, as a as a guest with you on your small tours that you could really sign up for for virtually every single region. Now it sounds like it's really true, Marilyn. If you were to draw the clock and, and run the clock around the face of the clock for the it's. Uh, Northern Italy, uh, Venice, Tuscany. We do Amalfi, Sicily, Umbria, La Marche. Uh, we're down in Basilica, Cata, and Puglia. There's a lot to experience in Italy, and the the goal of these tours is to share as much of that culture as we can. Well, Mark, I could talk to you for days about Italy. When we come back from the break, I want to just do that. Let's just talk endlessly about. <laughs> Okay. about the food and and uh, the people and just some of the, I really want to dive in just a little bit deeper into this regional uh, diversity. Mm -hmm. You know, that's something that we've, we've touched on. But I know from my experience when I traveled to Italy that I was able to experience Rome and Florence and then took a train across over to the uh, Adriatic Sea on the other side and and then take a train and we went up to Milan and through Bologna and in each one of these different places it was different I truly felt like I was in a different country not gotcha. only with what people were eating but even the way that they talked so, mm -hmm. Oh, the dialects. Oh. The dialect. Let's talk about dialect. <laughs> well, I'm here with Mark Gordon-Smith. He's the founder of Private Italy Tours. Mark, thank you so much for being here. Tell us again your website, just so people can be signing up for your 2022 tours. Sure. Thanks, Marilyn. Uh, the website is private-italy.com. And on the homepage, you'll see a link that you can click to, uh, if you are interested in traveling with us, to put down your fully refundable deposit and all the details about that are available on the website as well. Well, thank you, Mark. If you really want to go to Italy, this is definitely the time to be dreaming. So visit Mark's website. Stay tuned. We're going to be talking about so much more. You're 
bucket list is just going to get bigger and bigger with a trip to Italy. This is Marilyn Ball. We'll be right back. Fall in North Carolina's Blue Ridge Mountains is the perfect time to get out and explore. With all the natural wonders and beautiful vistas, now is the time to create your perfect vacation or staycation in the land of the sky. With the region's most popular online travel guide, not just for couples, RomanticAsheville.com Travel Guide covers a nearly 100-mile radius in and around Asheville, North Carolina. With idyllic weather, beautiful scenery, and a variety of safe and memorable adventures, Western North Carolina is the place to be. Visit RomanticAsheville.com today. Fly me to the moon, let me play among the stars. Let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars. In other words... Welcome back to Speaking of Travel. I'm your host, Marilyn Ball, and I'm here today with Mark Gordon-Smith, the founder of Private Italy Tours. Mark, I just have always been in awe of this country. The beauty, the food, the people... And you were talking about, you know, as you were talking about sustainability earlier and and about your 2022 tours, getting off the grid, like getting people out into these more rural areas where they can have these outside experiences uh, must be very rewarding for you as you go into these different villages and interact with people on a very local basis. It is, Marilyn. The, one of the examples I, I, I recently have been discussing with interested potential clients is our Umbria La Marque tour, which Umbria is the province immediately south of Tuscany, for those of you geographically who may not know Italy. And then just east of uh, Umbria is La Marque. Uh, the Sibylline Mountains separate the valley of the Umbrian Valley of Assisi, Spello, Deruda, these other beautiful villages from a very mountainous and interesting region that a lot of people don't know. And part of the joy of travel, and I'm, I'm pleased to say that almost 40% of our business is repeat. They, they want to try something different. And places like Umbria and La Marque are off the beaten path right now for the typical tourist visit. You're not just doing Milan, Venice, Florence, Rome, and Naples, which are beautiful. But when you get into the textural beauty and, and the countryside of places like Umbria and La Marque, as an example, or Puglia Basilicata, you're being exposed to a almost different nation. The influence of African recipe on the food in Puglia and Basilicata, the influence of the Greek on La Marque's food is noticeable and, and remarkable. So uh, kind of a long-winded, but it is true that I enjoy sharing these less known places with with our travelers, with our clients. I love that. And to really be able to meet the people who are there, who have been there for probably generations, uh, it just sounds, it sounds, uh, well, just so too good to be true. And I'm sure these people, the people that you bring in on your tours who come back, because you do have such a high rate of return, uh, love 
the way that you present Italy to them, that they feel comfortable with you and that they would want to come back time after time to, to explore. Thank you, Meryl. One of the things I will say, I, I consider myself relatively fluent in Italian, but I still make mistakes. But it helps clients to know they're with someone who is American, who speaks Italian, who's also counterculture, but also can move into the culture and help them if they need anything. Absolutely. Yes. So Mark, on that note, uh, as people are moving about, and we've been talking about how things have changed, the airlines have changed, you now offer a refundable deposit for your trips. Mm -hmm. Give us an idea of what it's like just getting there, just getting to to Italy or getting to another country. What are you What are you seeing out there as trending right now? The uh, there's two websites I wanted to mention. I don't have the specific URL address, but I want to mention the World Health Organization and also the U.S. Embassy in Rome has some wonderful information, easy to understand about what the requirements are to travel into country. Currently, there is a permission to enter Italy form. It's easily found on the web. There's a link at the U.S. Embassy website that you have to fill out. You do need to have within 48 hours of arrival in Italy, a negative COVID test that you have to prove you're negative. And the green card, so many people have heard about Maryland, is our vaccination card from the CDC. That needs to be stapled to your chest or something because you'll need to show that everywhere you go. We won't, we aren't eligible as non-EU citizens for the green card, but we carry our vaccination CDC card. That will get us into museums. It's proof of vaccination where it's required. I also wanted to mention that a lot of the airlines are getting better now. As an example, American, Lufthansa, Swiss, um, and Delta now offer when you're looking at booking an, into Italy a specific list of information that's current about what you need to have with you when you enter the country. It is not as complicated as you might think, uh, but I wanted to mention that that's uh, now available very readily on the airline websites. And while I'm speaking of airlines, I just want to say that I would be very cautious to those who are listening who want to book travel in air through third-party sellers. It, they service, they, they provide a very good service. We find great problems, however, in resolving flight issues for our clients when we have to work with a third-party seller. It is true you might save some money, but in the long run, it is so much easier to be able to call directly into Delta, Lufthansa, American, any website or any air airline provider, any uh, airline, excuse me, to get the direct answer that you need. It takes a great deal of time, and I will say some frustration uh, to work with those third-party sellers. So just a word of caution, as you're looking at coming into Italy, there's some incredible fares right now. I just looked at a round-trip fare from New York to Rome for $400 in economy. So there's some incredible offers out there uh, if you're willing to search around to save money on, on the travel. And Mark, all of that is good to put in our toolbox because mm-hmm. as we start to travel again, we are going to need to be responsible. That's uh, what I've heard over and over. It's our responsibility to have this information to make the travel experience as smooth as possible, to be stress-free and fun. I mean, that's mm-hmm. what we're all looking for, right? 
is. And I, I also, I mentioned this earlier to, to Marilyn before we started our interview that I think right now it takes an attitude of cautious courage to, to head to Italy, uh, to head to Europe right now. I think by September, October, things will have been made even easier for travelers. And as we move into 22, I know that I own a travel company, but I'm being very optimistic that the, all of these systems that are necessary to make us safe to travel will be far more firmly in place and more clearly stated to just make it easier, to make it better. And Mark, how can we find out more information about Private Italy Tours so that we can get signed up for your newsletter, which I love, to be able to learn about this amazing country and and sign up for a 2022 trip? Well, the, uh, the best way to find all the information available is uh, our website, private-italy.com. Uh, we have a, a link to my blog, Marco's Italy, which is a a bi-weekly series of articles about the culture, the people, the food. Um, all of that information is available on the website, as is on our homepage, a link for the uh, fully refundable deposit if you'd like to travel with us. And we hope you will. We hope you will. Well, I don't want to put you on the spot, but I just have to ask. If I were looking at, hmm, I have all these options of places that I want to travel now that things are getting back out there. What would you say to somebody who is uh, on the fence about traveling to Italy specifically? Oh, gosh. I really do mean this uh, when I say it. Go. I have said this to people over many, many years. It doesn't matter how you get there, but go. Italy. It's just the most soulfully beautiful country in the world. It is. So if you're on the fence, you can feel the emotion, I'm sure, in my voice. I love the country. And I would encourage you to take the risk, if you will, however calculated it is right now. Get on a plane, sit down in a cafe in Rome, and have a glass of wine. Well, cheers on that, Mark. I know that it's way up on the top of my list of things to see and do, and I think I'm just going to start moving forward with that in mind. Good. (laughs) So thank you so much, Mark, for being here today. I want to have you back again and again and again, because Italy is certainly one of my very, very favorite countries as well. I traveled, as I mentioned, with my family Uh, a couple of years ago for a family event that uh, we had in Tuscany. Uh, It was Mm -hmm. one of the most amazingly beautiful and emotional times. But my uncle and some of my cousins mentioned one night we were sitting at a, uh, we were sitting at this lovely restaurant in a fort. It was like a fortress sitting high up on a, on a ridge overlooking beautiful Tuscany the mountains and and the valleys. It was just so beautiful. And my uncle, uh, who was quite, you know, getting up in age at that time, said, I feel like we've been here before. Absolutely. You hear Absolutely. that you hear that a lot. I do. There is something in the soil, I don't know, the energy of the country. It's really true. I it's amazing. Well, Mark, thank you so much again for being here on Speaking of Travel. We'll look forward to hearing back from you as you you take your trips and, and getting back and finding out what it's like out there.
My pleasure, Marilyn. Thank you so much again for the opportunity. I hope to see a lot of folks in Italy next year. <laughs> well, thank you, Mark, for being here on Speaking of Travel this week. You know, I think I can affirm after eight years hosting Speaking of Travel that human beings love to travel. We crave adventure and we want to go out and search for new places and experience the unknown. Travel is joy. Traveling changes us and helps us disconnect from our daily lives. We're so caught up in all the weirdness in this world right now, and getting away is probably the best thing to step back and take a few deep breaths. Traveling is a great way to miss someone or to be missed yourself. And there are so many places we haven't been. And I don't mean across the pond or down under, although these are pretty fabulous places. You can just go to the next town over and have an experience that will create lifetime memories. You'll find that it'll feel wonderful to leave and you'll feel even better when you get back. But you're not the same. You're full of new stories and new ideas. We don't know how long we'll be balancing being at home and lusting for getting away again. My take is the best thing you can do right now is get a change of scene. Focus on the positive. There's a quote I love from Mark Twain. 20 years from now, you'll be more disappointed by the things you didn't do than by the ones that you do. Because remember, life is short. Don't postpone joy. Run.